welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Hi, Jess. Hi, Marcy. Oh, I got to see oh. your face in person yesterday and it was so exciting. It was a real treat. I was thinking I got more time with you this week because we we had a Zoom. Yes. And then we, we, had, we had our podcast, then a Zoom, mm-hmm. and then uh, an uh, it was so funny our friend our dear friend betsy had a birthday where she did a social distance timed hang so she was very cute she gave like small groups of like three or four people like an hour time frame and then had chairs set specifically <laughs> more than six feet apart it was um, so cute it was very safe it was very nice because guys guess what <laughs> it, um covid19 is still here and i don't it know ain't. why all of california opened up as if our numbers aren't as high now as they have ever been it ain't going nowhere um i guess maybe the point was to flatten it out so that like they could get everything they needed in place so like but it's still crazy it's crazy crazy to me to be like if you go out you are just as much at risk now as when we were like scrubbing our groceries and it's but it's crazy yeah like i I went for a walk and it's like fully everyone's out at restaurants everyone's sitting it's like it feels like a crazy dream and like look if people where you live if people are doing that it's just like very strange it's been a true ghost town in LA for three months and it feels shocking to see people like to see businesses open and it just is what it is we're here it's happening everybody just needs to decide what what they're doing but i guess that's part of it is it like you know you get back out there and you try to figure out how to live with it yeah um i do think that's with masks and stuff i hope people are wearing masks when they're going out but i I know i am i am we were wearing them we wore masks i also i'm gonna get my test this week i made an appointment Ooh. um so i'm gonna do the dodger stadium one. Oh my gosh Um, maybe i'll do it too i got nothing going on i haven't had one in a couple weeks we're very fortunate here that we can and get multiple tests because I had yeah. a friend my friend was going to protest and then she was like I'm gonna wait until I'm like done protesting like t- like in a few weeks and I was like "Ooh, actually you should get tr- tested early and often because yeah. if you are positive stop going that way you don't well, get anyone else sick <laughs> I figured it's like you know we did like a protest I've seen like a few more people that I have in a while and like just little things and also just because it's available so why not and like I kind of feel like that might be the groove we start getting in is sort of like okay like I might try to do a thing with our friend Chrissy where I like we test on the same day and wait and then like don't see anybody so that I can come over and hold her baby oh yeah and like just try stuff like that like hey i don't know remember before lockdown started i i sent out an email to my nearest and dearest being like do you want to form a pod and i (laughs) came up with pods before anyone else thought of pods good for you and guess what guys no one wrote me back well i don't think we knew what a pod was i don't i I explained it in detail in my (laughs) we're practically a pod marcy well let's all get tested that way we can be a little pod um i like it i just figure yeah like, i got why this not? great outdoor i got more umbrellas now you can come hang man i would love nothing more it would make me so happy uh, so uh, that's oh co- i think a thing we have to address oh yes oh yes <laughs> so thank you for every so last week was our first episode back after taking um some time off um and when we came back we you know it's it, tricky tonally and i think um 
we needed to talk through that and walk through that. And a part of that was kind of weighing out the purpose and the point of uh, the podcast. And, and I think talking openly about the Kardashians yeah. and where they fall into that. Um, but uh, Marcy and I also did not mean to threaten uh, our listeners with <laughs> quitting the podcast. And we got a lot, a lot of like very, very worried, nice. very, nice, <laughs> very, very sweet. worried um, messages, which were, of course, so 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 um flattering and lovely yes but i think in this moment of like everyone's so stressed and anxious i did also feel bad that <laughs> we we sounded like we were like should we i don't know i mean look if if these sisters were not falling in step i might but because they are doing the work or a right. little of the work a little of the work a themselves little. that yeah. like it makes it easier i mean if it were just chloe i'd be like bounce because right. she will not stop with yeah, the braids we'll get to that she but, will get to that um you know it it makes it easier to continue on because you know kim is actively working to get uh people out of prison who have been wrongly incarcerated majority black people who have these long sentences yeah <sighs> I get so mad when I think of every time I think about any person of any person of color or any person at all uh, being in jail for drug charges for like 30 years. And then I think about Brock Turner serving mm. three months for raping a woman behind a dumpster. That's the it's, nothing makes me madder. And also, if anyone knows where he is today, let me know. Give me a shout out. <laughs> uh, I'm coming you just, for him. Broom off in the distance. <laughs> yeah, I also think it's like part of the reason we started this podcast was to talk about the things that are problematic with this family and like not give them a pass and. Obviously, we spend a lot of time <laughs> fawning. We have so many passes that at first we were giving them out willy nilly. <laughs> listen, we've been, it's been a journey, yeah, and uh, we had like to I learn. said, like we talked about last week, like we've learned. I've, I've learned a lot, and like I, my, a lot of my own beliefs have changed. Um, <sighs> I'm, and I do think that like I want to use this podcast first and foremost to be entertaining and distracting, yeah. and like that's something that people really kindly kind of pointed out and we have people who like work in hospitals and like get, we send, send the nicest messages about the like actual distraction that this provides and that makes me happy to yes. provide and also to just I think figure out how this conversation that's going on applies yes you know and and that's the challenge I think everyone is presented with is like I, I have like uh, gossip sites, like Instagram accounts that I follow that have fully become dedicated to Black Lives Matter. Uh -huh. Like that, you know, like it's like everybody's trying to understand how you use your platform and you right. can maintain this conversation um, through it. And I actually think the Kardashians become a perfect place to do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a as much of a public health crisis as the pandemic. Yeah. And you know? I, I think it is about like continuing to do all the things we're doing and like educating ourselves and acknowledging our privilege as two white ladies who talk about um, all of this I'm stuff. listening to white privilege. Oh no, sorry. White fragility by oh, yeah. Robin D'Angelo. I want to read it so badly. It's mostly just like, I think she says something so great in it. If anyone is like nervous about like being like, I don't want to hear how bad I am. Mm -hmm. She says like, whatever racism that exists in any of us is not our fault. 
It is a system we were brought up in. And it is only then your fault if you say, I'm not doing anything about it because my feelings matter more than people's lives. Right. And that's so it's just like, great. And she gets she talks about how she gets called even as like someone who went in as what she they used to call in the 90s, a diversity coordinator or trainer. Mm -hmm. She was like. I got called out and then the woman who called me out, she said, now, if this happens again, do you want me to do this in private or in public? And she said, please do it in public. Mm. I think it's important for us to adjust my behavior in the moment and for people to see that even someone like me who is so well-meaning can still do things that are fucked up. Yeah. She I might have that. said racist. She said racist, but you know. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, I, if there's anything I want to impress upon people, it's like, it's not permanent. Yeah, that's not it's not a permanent thing. Anyway, so that's what I'm working on. Also, I just have to be able to like speak to it better because I am from an area. I'm like from the South where like, yeah, I think it's so crazy how much uh, racism is denied yeah. <laughs> for a place that like still has Confederate flags. And a thing I just learned recently is like the Confederacy was only around for five years and they lost. So they why, lost. Do, why do we get any of their statues? I mean, it's so like, uh, what a fun, what a <laughs> in, incredible thing to celebrate being the losing side. I mean, for this and for people to be like, we want to remember the losers. <laughs> it's just like, no, you know what? In Germany, there are a lot of people who were related to Nazis and they will just tell you that they think it's bad and they would never be that way. And they've made sure that there's no memorabilia. They burned it all. There's no, no, you can't. It's illegal. Yeah. to have possession of Nazi memorabilia. Well, and it's also about like, I, I've thought about this a lot and I do not want to walk too far down the road of Nazism. <laughs> hey guys. But, but you know that thing that there's like, there is a, the, they like have the word in German for like the collective shame, you know, that it's like, it's a word we don't even have. That's like the collective shame of the past. Mm. And like, w like there was an, there was like a New York times thing from like 10 or 12 years ago about how there was like huge spikes in depression in German youth in like as they reached like 20s because it was a lot of like realizing and learning and coming to terms with and it was becoming a public health crisis like how much depression was hitting young Germans but it's also because they do such a thorough job of recognizing and it is so seen as this like shameful shameful past as it yeah. of course should be and so it's like part of their culture is facing the, yeah. the atrocity of their nation's history and having to like emotionally process what that means even if you didn't do it right <laughs> what it means to be descended to have benefited from it xyz and i just think that that is such a clear disparity in terms of how our like the difference between that and america and that it's like it's just anyways i i i'll find it for you the, the, what the word is but there it's this idea of just like yeah of like of Ugh. course you would hit you would share this national disgust with yourself but you know in, but, you she even, but she even says uh guilt is pointless it yeah. is a useless thing for you it's navel gazing yeah it's to delay but action you nothing know? gives me a bigger boner than people listening learning and changing that oh is oh my gosh that makes me wet 
as <laughs> sliding a, all over your seat like the wet pre- or like the wet breeze. It makes oh, me wet as a snail. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, learn, change. Uh, well, I just wanted to bring it up. We're not stopping the podcast. Thank yes. you guys for the sweet messages. We'll continue to approach this and um, have dialogues, and uh, hopefully, that's what you want to hear. Um, and if not, sorry. <laughs> sorry. You know where that square stop button is. <laughs> <laughs> you truly choose to listen. Um, great. Should we du- should we jump into some news? Let's dump into some news. Let's dump in some news. <laughs> All right. So we have. Okay. This is. Uh, I, I should pull up a little bit more of my notes about this. So um, okay. Kim and some other celebrities um, like Viola Davis, who is mm. so great, um, have been demanding. um an investigation into Robert Fuller's murder or this assumed murder. So yeah. I don't know how like far spreading this news is because we're in Los it Angeles. Like yeah, I'm not. Sh- it, I mean, but even here, it only started really hitting the news. I feel like a day or so ago when yeah. it, it took a minute. So um, this man, a black man named Robert Fuller was found hanging from a tree across the street from City Hall in Palmdale, Palmdale California, which is like about an hour away from Jess and I mm-hmm. pretty close. Um, it's, you may have heard Afro man, um, uh, sing about it mm-hmm. <laughs> from there. Palmdale. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. it is right next to like Lancaster, which I know because it is like this desert that everyone but meth forgot. Sorry. There are some nice people there. I'm sure, but it's, it's yeah. rough. It's like a rough area, but like Palmdale's more like suburban, but so this man was found outside of the city hall hanging from a tree, which is mm-hmm. so suspicious, but cops immediately ruled it a suicide mm-hmm. and did not investigate. And, oops, sorry, a days before that, um, a man, Malcolm Harsh, this body is, was yeah. found hanging from a tree in Victorville City in front not of the library. Far. Yeah. Not it's it's about like a 45 minute, but this is like big desert swath. So it's like one of it's yeah. like it sounds like it's far, but it's like a neighboring town for these areas that are like these yeah, huge desert cities. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy that two black men in a matter of days after the death, the horrific death of George Floyd and these national outcries have been like found hanging in public property as if they just did a su- if it was a, just a coincidental suicide like and no investigation at all also this area has a really really bad history and current day problem with the kkk yeah and it's like really it's really problematic and at least in the case i saw like with robert fuller like everyone his family his friends like everybody was like he was not did not feel he was suicidal like that there's that they are suspicious of course like so i i think at least an investigation finally was opened up in that one yes um but but yeah i mean to to not see the context of this moment and like that the idea of those just being treated as like open and shut is so deeply uh, oh problematic. just to be like well that's that it's like no that's not that so no, kim it's not was that. tweeting about it um also like all the sisters have been like very good about like talking about this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. One of our other news items is 
Um, Kim, Chloe, Courtney, all of them have been promoting a Michelle Obama's foundation called um, When We All Vote. Yes. And I think it's really cool. It's like an initiative to get people to vote. It's nonpartisan. But, you know, there seem to be a whole lot of Democrats on the board. <laughs> uh, that's why I was like asking you. I was like, are because Faith Hill, Faith Hill, sorry, Faith Hill. Um, some other of the let's see. I'm going to say the who we are. So the co-chairs are like, let me just read this list to you. Okay. Michelle Obama. Selena Gomez. Okay. Tom Hanks. Faith Hill. Oh my God. Hill, Lynn, list. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Janelle Monet. Liza Koshy. Chris Paul. Megan Rapinoe. Rapinoe? Rapinoe. Rapinoe. Sorry. Oh, yes. Yeah, took her shirt off. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Shonda Rhimes. Tracy Ellis Ross. Kerry Washington. Rita Wilson. Oh my um, God. A who's who? And, and yeah, a real who's who. Um, and so all the Kardashian sisters have been um, promoting this to be like and explicitly stating that like the breakdown of how elected officials are yeah. in charge of how your criminal justice is played out. That's what I thought was really cool to see, to have it be like slide by slide. Like you can vote to change the DA, yeah. the mayor, like you to connect up like all of this fervor and education everyone's doing to remember like, and you can vote for yeah. those jobs. And it's like a mayor, they're in charge of the police chief. They vote yeah. for that person. Sheriff, they're elected officials. Did you know that? Not many people well, I do. do. I think there is a, sometimes a disconnect, you know, because oftentimes those are the lower parts, of, you know, those are local uh, elections or they're lower down in the ballot. And like, yeah. obviously the focus is always on like the high, you know, the high offices. And it's like, this is an, it's a big deal to, yeah. to have that much star power reminding people how much like their local government yeah. is District what they attorneys, can affect. Um, judges, governors, your legislators, senators, you know, all these things. And then she does put it then the president. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, she, like I said, I had theorized last week. I was like, she is not coming out against Trump because she knows that it's biting the hand that feeds her in that, mm-hmm. in the way of like getting people out of prison. But right. there is no coincidence that she is teaming up with Michelle Obama. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right? Am I? Yes. Yeah. No, I was just thinking of it's, it's just so crazy to remember that. Kanye is going to vote for Trump. It's just I was thinking, what a household. I don't you know? think he is. He didn't vote for Trump last time. I think he says in that GQ article. That yeah, he's a lot's changed to. since then, though. Fair, but yeah, yeah it was that getting GQ, recirculated this week. That GQ article. I mean, like, should change so fast. I don't know that. I mean, he could, but I bet he doesn't. I mean, I, I bet if he wants to stay safe in that house. <laughs> But I don't know. I don't know though. You know, I don't know their I don't know, I don't know either. I just was thinking like, man, that just what a couple. I mean, you can't really like pin him to anything that he's saying specifically. I'm not at all. I agree. Um all right, where do we move to? Oh, speaking um, of Kanye, I guess, Courtney and Scott have been Oh yeah. They've both been so Courtney has been posting pictures. She's been in Montana. Uh, she was in Yellowstone Park as well. But she like tagged Montana in one of the pictures she was in today. She was like posting a picture of her with a baby goat. Oh, I saw that a little kid. Cute. But Scott, kid. Scott is also uh, he posted a picture with him and one of Kanye's like urban tank things. Yeah, those you know, crazy things. 
And uh, Yellowstone is only like an hour's drive from Kanye's ranch in Cody. So yeah, like that they're, makes sense. So they've been together since Scott's birthday, just kind of like gallivanting around all the most beautiful nature reserves. I mean, I guess it's kind of like a, um, yeah, it's like a rehab on on wheels like out in nature it does feel like family she's really like chosen this moment to be like let's take care of him yeah that's kind of what that's like how i read it too i mean obviously i'm sure it's more complicated but it does feel like if you want to you can connect up the dots where it's like he you know the breakup with sophia then you know the rehab disaster stuff and then yeah and then kind of get being out away from everything together with their kids and courtney Um, which speaking of, they celebrated his birthday though, before I guess was, it would have been before or after Wyoming. It was before, um, because he was with, he was in Utah. We talked about it on his birthday with Courtney. That's right. So, um, they celebrated Scott's birthday. Uh, well, those Instagram posts were on the 13th. So that was just, you know, this weekend, but, um, and everyone is they're all there did you see the picture of all the girls i feel like chloe wanted us to know she's definitely not pregnant (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah i had not thought about that but look at that that's definitely an i'm not pregnant photo it's so much abs out so much makeup though it's so clearly so much spray tan jess they look i mean the three of them look wild in this photo how he has no pants on Uh, Kim has on mom jeans and the smallest crop top. It's it's only not a bra because it has a triangle of fabric hanging down in the very middle. A bra with cap sleeves. And it looks like Chloe got dressed hurriedly after a workout and could only Uh, find her trainer's uh, big man shirt. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a huge men's dress shirt over a sports bra and then some just like jeans and running shoes. These I I don't know why these three outfits together are very funny to me. They just really are. (laughs) Wild. And this big camel toe Kim's sporting. (laughs) Sporting that toe. Um, that toe. But Kim said that at the birthday she was very nervous about it because it was just a few small people, a, a few not small people, a few people, small, small people. just tiny little people, her <laughs> children. Uh, but uh, it wasn't a large group, but that it was very weird to start being back out in, in the world again. I appreciated this because I relate and I was like, it is a way to it is like that's how you describe it is it's like you're doing it it's so nice it's such a thrill uh to see people in the flesh and also it's scary like especially because things are happening uh, we all know scott and courtney and all the kids were at nobu not long ago like a week ago and now we're hanging out with uh mj and chris you're gonna kill them i mean we'll get to it in a second but i'm like this thing of like they're all going to nobu kylie's going to the club like i'm just like yeah they're they're clearly on a sliding scale <laughs> they had like stassi's fucking birthday party everybody squished next to each other no <sighs> masks like i just don't anyways so i appreciated kim being like it was scary <laughs> was yeah like, well tell your sister i mean uh, understandable that i would be so nervous like i had a friend that like um rented a house with a pool and she was like you should come by and i was like no 
You've no. been calling all kinds of things pods that are not pods. <laughs> You've been calling just small groups of people hanging out a pod. And that is not what it is. That's not what it is. Uh, she was like, we're only allowing two pods at a time. I was like, oh, my God, I'm not letting her kill me for a pool. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care how beautiful a house is kill me for a pod i'm excuse me no ma'am we're not killing marcy today <laughs> i like how it's like a murder uh, 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 i know <sighs> exactly what this is <laughs> honestly okay. nothing has made me think that i should actually consider losing weight than this pandemic and the protests because i have both thought if I go to March, what if I get pepper sprayed? I can't run away because I just am a, I'm now more than ever kind of been like very sedentary and like, you know, are, yeah. Um, and then also I was like, if I do get COVID-19, they're really making you feel like obesity is one of the things that'll kill you, even though I do not have diabetes or anything. But I mean, it does make you, it makes one think about things and I don't think it's fair. But I have thought of it. Also, <laughs> definitely just ate a whole chicken pot pie. Um, Ooh, yum. <laughs> a little oh my God, comfort. A little this. comfort. I mean, on our weekends, can we We have to have some comfort food and at guys, the very least. Every day is my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't judge it. Um, should I just do a quick little sh- little uh, plug for something for myself, too, just while I'm thinking of it? Please plug hey guys i think my foster cat is pregnant and if anybody in the southern california area would like uh, a pregnant cat or uh, i'll wait maybe i'll let her give birth some kittens i'm sure they'll be cute or something who knows um but i just want you to keep that on your old noggin and uh just think about it <laughs> i mean a I'm, knocked up cat i'm so annoyed because they definitely I, told me she was spayed and of course you should be annoyed her it's so annoying boobies her she has like tripled in size only in her belly no more quadruple but her hips are still narrow and like everything else and it her is boobies suspicious. are so big she's got big old boobs Ugh. Teen I'm mom. Sorry. She's a teen it's, mom. It is a full teen mom sitch. Oh, and God. I feel like they you got yeah. I got duped. And they were like, you, you know that duped. vet does the, the rescue was like, you know, that vet has made a lot of mistakes in the past. I'm like, oh what? No. That just feels like one you could check for. Can we <sighs> anyway? And it's so hard um, to take an animal to the vet right now. I've already told Jess this, but there's just with the COVID nineteen and like it's really hard. There's like hours and hours long wait, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. I guess I'll just see if she has a bunch of kittens or something. I think that's a fine plan. They'll either appear or they won't. There'll <laughs> either be twelve kittens under my bed, or there won't be. Is that how many is in a litter? No, that's so okay. many. I was like, oh my Between god. Between like two and six, typically though. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I, I counted her big old. You- she only has eight nipples. She can't have too many cats. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, um, yeah, if you want a kitten, hit up Marcy. Oh boy, I'll if I, if she really does, I'm totally just gonna like, <laughs> yeah. I guess you have to go through the organization. I don't know. Man, this is why you can't go through a dog rescue for a cat. It is funny. (laughs) It's that they're like, we don't, sorry. We're a dog rescue. We're a dog rescue. We happen to have a cat and we tricked you. Um, (laughs) We tricked you. (laughs) Ha ha. Ha ha, bitch. All right. Speaking of uh, people who are bad, (laughs) Chloe. I saw this photo. What is she doing? Made me angry. Chloe 
this week posted a picture of all weeks of, her, of all weeks of her and Malika. Obviously, your best friend. We know it is just a picture of them filtered to high hell, just a new echelon of filter. Uh, and Chloe has braids. Braids. Um, they. I mean, it's a little hard to tell from the angle, but it like it looks like full cornrows, and it, well, they're and, like and, inverted or something. It's like a. It's the. It's they're not like the typical what they would call boxer braids, but they but are like it's. They're the <laughs> yeah. They're the braids that they refuse to stop wearing yes. that are deeply upsetting to a lot of people and and fully fall in the category of appropriation. And nobody wants to see these women <sighs> with them and they will not stop. And it's like just the problem, too, with the photo that she put up is that the ca- it was not connected to anything so it the caption is just uh, the crown emoji our crowns may slip a tad but they never fall off hashtag queens hashtag bff hashtag my queen malika hashtag love and it just felt like off to me like Mm -hmm. to just post a picture with your black best friend and like your braids like you just get a pass and like I get they have their relationship is their relationship. We know they love each other deeply. Yes. But it just was like, why? Why did you have to? What is the need for this post? The thing you look, this is not Malika's problem to solve. But, Absolutely. But I am curious. Has she ever just discussed this with with the sisters? Because because Malika and Khadija are so great at calling them on stuff, and they do it with I love know. and kindness. I'm just curious. I would die to know. God, I would, I would wish die to know if it could be on an episode of oh. Malika just being like, "Cute hair." Can we talk real quick? Can we about talk for it? a minute? <laughs> Can we talk about? Do you understand the history of it behind it and? I mean, it would I be mean. the most fascinating episode if they uh, if they open up the conversation about appropriation. I, I, I mean, I would truly I would be riveted. I um, mean, we, they rip off black women left and right and just don't acknowledge it. That's why uh, in in tandem with this today, I found it interesting today that Kim um, posted a picture of her in a, a very cute um, knit top with a little peekaboo cleavage. Not a little, a lot. And it says, I wanted to tell you guys about a black-owned brand that I love. Um, it's it's hard to tell what the name is. It's, it's um, Jolie's Saudi A, I think is hmm. her name, owns and designs all the knitwear and JBD apparel. I love her stuff. Check her out. JBDapparel.com. And so it is like, kind of a first for her to just like yeah. truly shout out it's like well why don't you start doing that more but maybe it's the first maybe of many it's the beginning um i would love to believe it uh yeah I mean, I mean we'll just continue watching i think it it would be an amazing precedent to set with these m- insane platforms and just, the insane amounts of what money that they have made <laughs> off of oh, no. an aesthetic that is uh, yeah, stolen. <laughs> I am looking at the braids now, and you're like, they're like, um, what, yeah, they're the inverted version of the. No, that's yeah. normal. That's their, but she has like a little thin part of it too that makes that makes it like different. I don't know. I, I'll post I'm it. I'm not. Yeah, you guys I'm, can judge it. I don't know what these are called. Um, I think it makes sense. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're. <laughs> 
Um, I'll tell but, you what, uh, her lips, she looks insane. She actually it, looks like a weird alien in this I picture. I just can't. I just saw this and I was like, get out of here. Get out of my feed. I just don't Why? want I, Get out of here with this this week. Also, like, it's do just something. Like, it's not even like the best look on you. Like, that's what I mean. And it just is this feeling of like, I get to, it's fine, you know, is like what it feels like. And it's like, this grates on a lot of people yeah <laughs> like own it do better this is a time of doing better um and i just kind of put that in the category of not and just doing what you want because you like yeah. it and you think she you doesn't care she doesn't um, care so um, there's more chloe news more here. chloe she's wearing the hair in this news so okay. um um who is worldwide savas uh i don't know well that's whose birthday it is that we're talking okay. about. It's Worldwide Savas. I don't even know. Hey, guys, if I'm getting it wrong, I don't know who he is, and that's why I'm getting it wrong. There you he, go. He, she owned it. <laughs> there, that's all there is to Worldwide Savas. Um, <laughs> so uh, there was a birthday party this week that was held at Tristan's house, and someone snapped or posted an Instagram story, uh, happy birthday at Worldwide Savas. And um, Chloe and Tristan are like, Chloe's like holding Tristan's arm up as he films. And she's uh. like nuzzled right next to him. Mm. Um, but people are like, they're not together, but they were close. And they're also, together. also only one person in this fucking video is wearing a mask and it's not covering her nose. So <laughs> this family right now. Oh, I'm watching it right mask. now and it's annoying me. <laughs> I have not watched it. I just like cannot. Yeah. With these braids, no mask. But Chloe, yeah. do better. But they're just so like that's the thing is like they're like, yeah, you can start seeing each other, but stay outside and wear a mask. And it's like no one's doing any of it. No one's doing Except for me. clearly also like if it doesn't matter. But that's the thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All of Hidden Hills already has their own home ventilators right next to their glam rooms. They're I fine. I uh, mean, I, but yeah, but that leads right into the next one, which like is another one. I was like, it's like a page six that Kylie and Travis Scott were spotted leaving an L.A. club called The Nice Guy. Um, and I like read this. And it's like, yeah, okay, I guess it's, oh, you know, Kylie and Travis, we know they're, we know that they're together and they've been quarantining together. But I was like, who is going to the club? I can't believe it. I mean, Kylie is fully done with quarantine. Kylie has been done with quarantine now for like weeks. Like the Stassi birthday party pics like were crazy. She's like gone to Nobu, gone to the club. Like I just am like, I find, I find it really irresponsible. Um, I, and I mean, mean, she gets to do what she wants. I'm sure a billionaire can get as many tests as she wants. <laughs> but I was just like, what? Don't show you like, again, I never like putting the mantle of like responsibility on like a 22 year old billionaire. I think like, you know, living her life. But it is just like it sets such a it makes everybody be like, oh, well, if that's what we're doing, then let's go do that. We're you out know? at the club. Right at the club, we're going to Nobu, off I go. And it's like, don't. <laughs> How about we don't? You know what? I was just telling our therapist this morning that I was like, I'm probably going to be like an agoraphobe until there's a vaccine. <laughs> like, I think a lot of people are. Yeah. A lot of people will be. 
and it will change the way everybody feels and acts in like public spaces i just don't want to be the one who like fucked up and got because i was just like looking at this woman this comedian on twitter like has been posting the past few days because her mom is dying and they Mm -hmm. her mom's been dying for a few days but they finally like hasn't she's in hospice care but they finally today the day that the you know the day of or before she finally will pass because she's on morphine and stuff now is it like oh yeah she's got COVID-19 and it wasn't from protest it was from Memorial Day <laughs> like it's from like oh people, my god like what not a nightmare yeah so like they're like because that's how long it takes and it's like you know yeah. so it's just like it's still happening anyway it's, it's a bummer it's scary it's a bummer, guys. But everybody do everybody your thing do your thing <laughs> i don't like I guess it's, you know what i'll stay inside it's fine <laughs> just live inside well that, i mean that's the thing we'll just figure it out um well um, okay so our i'm last gonna start an underground colony of people <laughs> and you could only come underground if you swear to never leave again <laughs> honestly i mean once summer kicks in and it starts getting to 100 degrees here like it does i'll be like yeah why not oh yeah you cool can come and nice uh the only thing is you have to take off all your clothes and get wet before you come down so it's a big mud party <laughs> okay now <laughs> come on it's a mudslide quick turnaround no thank you uh, <laughs> thank you for the invite i like to be invited to anything so thank you you're welcome um so it's a five-year anniversary of caitlin coming out publicly Whoa, as transgender five years can you you believe it wow that really uh that that blows my mind i remember that so well her vanity fair cover oh Oh my gosh it was though it was like very maryland still yeah um so kendall and kylie were interviewed for um people maybe yeah um Mm -hmm. for people and just talked about how proud they were that like they've always been proud of their dad but when she came out that it it really like inspired them like they're like she won like she was in the olympics and she was a public speaker and then but we're most proud of her coming out and her being her true self and i think that's really sweet that's really sweet oh yeah look at this she's been my role model since before i can even remember from sports growing up to now with her wisdom she's so brave i aspire to be as brave as her one day that's really sweet that was kendall yeah and kylie was saying that um um never missed a sports game took us to every to school every day and our school was like 45 minutes from our house <laughs> like every day except i couldn't oh the, the, she talks to she talks to caitlin every day except i couldn't talk to her for like three or four weeks when she did i'm a celebrity get me out of here but i watch <laughs> clips online <laughs> oh i love the idea of them well because she would like had that was such a moment for her too oh yes um, her redemption <laughs> yeah we were loving it we were getting all the like across the pond updates from our lovely uh, British listeners. We're like, do Um, we like Caitlin? Mm, I guess. She's funny. Um, That's really sweet. Well, happy uh, five years to Caitlin. That's a huge accomplishment. I think you can argue that that really changed um, a lot. Yeah, a lot of the world, and what an exciting time because it's Pride Month. Yes, happy Pride. There's been so much um, talk around Black trans lives matter and Mm -hmm. all the, you know, the protection that they need, and it's just you know good to remember that these are people in society who, like, 
are treated really, 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 really bad by a lot of people. And people mm. don't have any, like, a lot of people have no, like, fucking Harry Potter lady. I don't know her name. I don't care to know her name. <laughs> that, the turf lady. This, when this opened up, I was like, not now. Come on, turf. Get out of here. Get out no of one here. Wa- no one wants this right now. Read Ugh. the room, you I, fucking idiot. I was like, I'm so glad that I am not a Harry Potter person. I do think that any Harry non I'm I'm not a Harry Potter person. I never read the books, and it is like I felt like if you weren't, you're like it was like a yeah, a sweet vindication. You're like yeah, see, yeah. I knew I knew she sucked. J.K. Rowling was just like a woman is a woman is biological blah blah blah. It just was also to, to like dig in on it too and like continue like, the conversation. It was like, get out of here. You even doing white women suck. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like all these Karens, all these, I'm just like, get, I don't want to look at, I don't even want to think about. I just can't <laughs> imagine in my wildest dreams, like that woman who in San Francisco who was like, um, do you, do you know who lives here? Are you painting Black Lives Matter? Is it your place? Oh my and there's, and he, the man was like, I'm not answering you. And she's like, because I kind of know who lives here. And it was I like, know who it was here. his actual home, yes. too. And I was like, you dumb. Like, I couldn't imagine watching I- anyone do anything that was nonviolent. I mean, it's just and being like, it's about, I need to get involved here. I it's mean, always that, though. It's always this busybody. And I'm bullshit. a busybody. Like, I'm the kind of person <laughs> who would be like, no, no, no. You're supposed to put like I've talked about it many times. I'm always telling people their business. But when it comes to that kind of stuff, I'm like, just let them live. Who cares? It doesn't affect you or anyone else. Let them I live. Know. I mean, especially, yeah, uh, nobody wants to hear an argument <laughs> against trans women. No, like, not them I don't. At least I don't. And what it was uh, is the big deal. Who let, ever cared? Let people live. But it did. Um, yeah. But I, I do think the it had the, like that in a strange turn, like ended up elevating the conversation yeah. and like really dovetailing uh, into and there has been so much more posted and a lot more information and the history. I'll tell you, um, right now is a time of a, a lot of truths being revealed about problems, cracks in our society. And it is hard. It is hard. It is. Yeah. It sucks. But like we are seeing like, oh, Oh, the stock market does not protect us as as citizens of this country. Oh, we don't have health care. Oh, we are <laughs> killing black people. Oh, we totally don't care at all if trans women get mur- like, like, yeah. it's just crazy that like, we're like, oh, we're seeing it and we're seeing it all in like three months. And then people yeah. are still like, I don't see it. Not me. Not I me. never I saw a thing. I don't know what you could possibly be talking about. <laughs> Everything I is good with. and fine. I just want my hair cut. <laughs> it's so... These, yeah. Oh, we, my gosh. These this times. Is a, not even on a soapbox, Jess. I know. Jeez Louise. Uh, it's been, hard. It's hard to not. I was like... Got a lot of thoughts. It's so crazy how I've been, like, fully radicalized. <laughs> and like, I'm, like, <laughs> a lazy a of, radical, though. <laughs> I think a lot of people have, and I think it's exciting. Yeah. I think it's thrilling. Um, mm-hmm. And that there's access to information, and people are sharing so much, and, like, wanting to talk about what they're learning with other people. And, like, you know, it's almost like... COVID became this way in, in a sense, um, a horrible way in, but it had so much to do with like sharing information and like and, sharing resources and like and approaches. Stopping and the world. Yeah. Literally like, stopping the world so that we could say, hey, 
you can't not look at the story. Yeah, and like we have to work together to figure this out. Um, in and though obviously it hasn't stopped it, and it is still like an enormous pandemic. Um, I do think that it dovetails into this moment in hey. terms of like the way we are sharing this stuff. No matter how anyone feels listening to this, I will say this. Things are not going to go back to normal. And in fact, they won't even feel any better until we all get on the same page. And I can tell you a lot of people are not going to they're not going back to the way things were. So there's only mm-hmm. one page to get on right now. <laughs> Ours. <laughs> Mine. Mommy. Listen to me. <laughs> I just like shouting it. Mommy. Well, should we time travel back to 2010 when, yes, uh, when things, things were vastly different? <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? an episode this what an was, episode this one had so we're watching courtney and chloe take miami season two episode four jealousy makes the heart grow fonder um mm. and we have a blast from the past we have uh courtney's makeout friend from season <laughs> one um, jackie jackie there's jackie so Jack. many like oh, it's such a like the lamar and chloe and rob stuff is so Fascinating. fascinating right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a lot <laughs> so the two stories we have are Courtney wants Scott to be more jealous because that mm. means somebody loves you that's how, <laughs> that's how you know that's healthy <laughs> and that's right um, <laughs> oh my God. and then Chloe is annoyed that Rob is coming in between her time with Lamar when she gets to go home to see him so the, yes. those are the two stories we're working on um, alright set the scene Courtney, Chloe, Scott, they're all at a polo match. Mason, barely alive. He's there. (laughs) I love baby Mason. Baby Mason, just with the biggest eyebrows ever been on a baby. Yeah. Baby's just just one big eyebrow. (laughs) He's so cute. Uh, But yeah, they're at this fancy polo match um to where i was like are they in the hamptons did i start the wrong episode i i truly was like where's this i don't know why i didn't know people could play polo in miami <laughs> it seems uh, too hot it does that's it why it didn't make sense to me i was like where is this it's why too are they hot dressed like this to make horses run in a match in miami that's why when they touch the horse they're like ew it's wet it's ew, like yeah wet. it's too hot <laughs> but then after the match the the Courtney and Chloe and Scott who's holding in this like pink crazy pink suit is holding Mason and then they start talking to the polo players who are still on their horses and they're very handsome handsome oh just really handsome and uh clearly one of them is like flirting with Courtney um they're I mean they're all flirting um and like asking questions but then basically yeah one of them starts trying to show Courtney how to ride and lets her get on puts the hat on her gets her on the horse and then it heightens he's like literally like wrapping his arms around her like he is fully it heightens to him fully on the horse with her like pushed up against her butt (laughs) and his hands are like right in front of her breasts like just grinding on her basically on this horse yeah it's so it's very sexy and guys chloe cannot believe scott's not jealous and that she thinks court should trade up <laughs> <laughs> and courtney is 
having a blast Look, and i loved it like, here's she is into him if you could own a horse you probably got a little cheese you got a little oh cheese to own a, own a horse. it's not cheap to own a horse i can't imagine being a polo player yeah it means that I, it pretty much i feel like immediately identifies you as like one percent yes you it's are like, rich you are rich I, and, and so, we apologize to any poor polo players out yes, there we don't mean to stereotype <laughs> we don't really spot. know i've never <laughs> been to a polo match <laughs> but it's great because basically scott isn't catching any no, of it and uh, sipping champagne and holding mason and taking photos uh-huh. and it's great there's a line from chloe that's like scott's such a dumbass he doesn't even see it and it made me laugh out loud that she just calls him a dumbass <laughs> it made then, me laugh on the car ride home courtney and chloe are like dissecting it and courtney's like it was like a really sexual experience and scott's like "Ooh." I could really go for a burger. Like he doesn't care. I he forget what he care. said that he wanted, but he, he doesn't it care. Was a taco, uh, taco. Yes, it was. The, yes, it was him. Definitely not listening, no matter what. Uh huh. And so, we, yeah, we've basically established that like Scott is not clocking, um, and Courtney is aware, and so we have like uh, a scene where they're Courtney's in Dash, and she's talking to the girls, her staff. <laughs> For a woman who's like constantly railing about the uh, appropriateness of what her employees know, she's just like fully openly talking about how Scott doesn't get jealous anymore. It's, the lead into this conversation is so funny, though, because she's like, oh, one of the girls gets flowers. She's like, what'd you get oh, flowers yeah. for? She's like, oh, well, I was like, he was dropping me off at work. And then like, I like I forgot something. So I called him and he has two phones and he was still on the phone with his other with his ex-girlfriend she's like yeah 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 scott's uh not jealous i was like yeah. wait this your employee was just telling you she literally caught her boyfriend cheating I on her this, I, that's so funny i like truly thought i misheard it i was like did she just tell a story about how she heard her boyfriend on the phone with his ex <laughs> she's like <laughs> and yeah, then he yeah, sent yeah. Her flowers my, to like yeah <laughs> and then she's like yeah reminds me my my boyfriend's not jealous <laughs> and she's like he only gets jealous when i go out for my girl girls nights and how this translates this is into one this, of the most bizarre is, approaches it, it seems like scott doesn't like her having fun without him yeah and she's like i got how to get him back <laughs> and they're like you should go out and he she's like he'll only stay out later i got a better idea i'll call the my friend who i made out with yeah that that's what we'll do i'll call (laughs) my friend who unfortunately got bangs that don't suit her face (laughs) (laughs) poor jackie poor jackie i did write i hope she grew those out i think she did i forget we looked up what happened to jackie she did fine I yeah forget. she's she doing landed, great she landed somewhere great but uh um, so, we have courtney reading life and style as she's prone to do oh yes i love i love the easter egg of always having courtney read like life and style is such a low tier tabloid and it makes me so happy that it's never like us or people they clearly had their relationship i'm sure as a family with life and style so it's just like a true product placement <laughs> Um, and then she's on the phone with Jackie um, and they're catching up and she tells her that she's in town and Jackie's like, well, we got to hang out. And also, did you know I have a show tonight? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, come to my show. It's outdoors. Um, it doesn't sound great. It's not really a show so much as me poorly serenading a cafe. <laughs> like in a, I think a, 
like a business park. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. Yeah. It was like nobody could get a permit for an indoor venue for this scene. So they were like, throw some tables outside and make it look like she's singing. It was like, where is this? Also, I laughed so hard because the way it was edited, Courtney literally sits down at her like last like last second of singing like Courtney is literally walking up and sitting down and then she walks over and she's like that was so good (laughs) and I was like you heard her for one second thank you oh my god that was so good that was really good (laughs) um so she's like scott's not jealous come to my place (laughs) this made me so sad by the way also courtney this whole storyline i was like courtney is being mean to this woman oh my god because she's being cruel to her because she's like trying to catch up with her and she was like how are you how's it going with the baby how is it with scott and she's like it's fine well scott's not jealous here why don't you come over and we'll make him jealous and literally jackie's like yeah i mean i would like to meet your baby like she clearly (sighs) is trying to be like i'd like to know you and be your friend and courtney is like yeah you'll be like a great pawn in this dumb thing i'm doing i'm sorry jackie you're always a storyline to courtney (laughs) it's just so sad and also was like would courtney be into her i can't even tell oh maybe (laughs) yeah i just sort of like it's like you don't necessarily ever get confirmation from jackie that she's like yeah i mean i definitely was attracted to you and we made out but i'm down for this joke of my of us being involved it's like i think they thought by saying that jackie had a boyfriend that it would not look rude you know yes that like well she's moved everyone's moved on everyone's moved on so they can have this fun joke about it yes absolutely it's not a big deal it's just women that doesn't count yeah women don't care about each other and have feelings for each other it's a goof it's a goof this doesn't matter at all guys it's pride month (laughs) now granted it wasn't when this aired but it is now it is now jesus so they go back to courtney's place she has (laughs) champagne sent up she asks the front desk to give her a call as soon as scott arrives so she's like setting up a scene that's like a romantic like chocolate strawberries and like champagne clothes everywhere it's so like just like obvious and over the top and again it's only courtney getting into it jackie's just like following her from room to room and courtney's like manic like oh okay well uh, and I'll, I'll put shoes here i'll hang my shirt here and jackie and is like, saying nothing yeah like, not into it at any turn i courtney's feel like. like chomping into chocolate covered strawberries as fast <laughs> as she can <laughs> like, i've never seen her like more excited than yeah. this like prank and she's like let's go to the pool and jackie's like i don't have a swimsuit she's like i got a million i have so <laughs> So many bikinis yeah. and then we get them in the hot tub and she's like should we act drunk is sh- would it be funny is it funny oh <laughs> and my jackie's God. like okay and what they land on is going cheers <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh this awkward cheers oh right, hi scott right as he like <laughs> steps into the oh god it's just so orchestrated from like a producer <laughs> Uh, but Scott, Scott like yeah. he comes and he's like this is <sighs> suspicious what are you girls doing oh i'll be right back and then, i like, have a normal plan buying it he's buying it <laughs> um and he's like they want he's like i know exactly what's going on here courtney thinks she's gonna make me she's gonna prank me i'm gonna get her back twice he's hard <sighs> 
So he Scott. comes up in a robe and he flashes them his dick, which uh, is assault. <laughs> it's assault. It is. It, he's flashing a woman he does not that know. Is a, that is a crime. <laughs> <laughs> he commits a crime. And as if it's not bad enough, he, with oh a leg up, standing like the fucking Captain Morgan's captain, <laughs> with his leg up on the hot tub, says, get to work, lovely ladies. I thought it was two for the price of one night. Get so to that's work. his that's the mother of his child that's, just as a quick reminder and that's her and friend he, who he doesn't know the at way all. he speaks to women it makes me want to slam his head into marble <laughs> like just some, I, some unforgiving something very high on the hardness scale like oh, it like reminded me of the scene yeah, like he, it's just this deep misogynistic streak with Scott. It's like in Vegas when he's talking to the girl who like Rob is trying to hook up with. Like he loves to degrade women. Like yeah. he just does. He gets a thrill out of degrading women to their faces. Or even yeah. the one was it last week in the club about the like um, the, the card, her, the business card. Yeah, it's just like so prevalent in this in him in it's this time. Very fascinating though to like feel like. Um, in the words of my my friend, my older mate who's a Buddhist, to be like, he's working out some karma with these mm -hmm. women because he, like, is certainly a misogynist and then he, like, m sort of, like, puts himself into this family of matriarchs who also yeah. kind of really buy into misogyny as well. Yeah. And slow, the slowest drip, 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 um, they're f slowly revealing, like, I mean, they're like not even on the first page of the book, but that like, yeah, the misogyny, it, it, it's not, it's not good. But, and I think that you could probably say that that's like what he, you know, like that is, yeah, what we're watching him like rebel against, I think at this time, you know, is like he is trying, I mean, I, I know these storylines are getting worked out with the producers and stuff too, but it's like, I'm sure knowing Scott's ego at this time, especially, you know, he hadn't reconciled that. Yeah. Like, and that he's there. The only reason the camera's on him, the only reason he's making money, the only reason anyone gives a shit about him is because of his girlfriend yeah. and her family. Mm -hmm. And like, he is low on the totem pole. No one is interested in Scott. And it's like, we're watching him. Yeah. Like that is clearly burning and coming out in these like misogynistic tears. And it's like, it's nasty. Yeah. It's nasty to watch. So he goes to make up with Courtney. She's locked herself in a bathroom and he's like, look, <laughs> you know, I love you. I try to stick it in you every chance that I can. I don't want to it. And that's how they make up. Like, that's she's how like, they make up. She's like, are you attracted to me? He's like, yes. Then he rips off her robe. Her nipples almost exposed. And he Boob says, Boob jiggling crazily. <laughs> he says, do I make you horny, baby? And I was like, what? I'm, I hate this. this I, I used to hate Scott so much. I like, and it brought it all back. I well, hated him so much. He's just so uncool. He's so lame. This is such a lame guy. He literally says before they make up, he's in his confessional. Well, I obviously took it too far by breaking out the old sausage. And he, to this day, will say sausage. <laughs> he's <laughs> just a dork. He's lame. He's lame. It's just, he's a loser. <laughs> he's a loser. <laughs> he's a loser. I mean, we get along 
we have a long road ahead. Yeah, he's this is a loser that's that's not quitting though. No, <laughs> he's a loser, not a quitter. Um, but that's the end of that storyline. Is that she basically is like, am I still? Do you still think I'm hot? And he's like, yeah, you're yeah, perfect. She, and she's like, well, I know I'm perfect. And oh, that's I know it. that was not flattering. <laughs> well, I know I'm perfect. Okay. All right. Then why did we do the storyline? <laughs> um, so we have <laughs> Courtney. I mean, Chloe is going to go visit Lamar. So there, the setup for the scene was so crazy, though. Yeah. Because it was like Courtney and Chloe and Mason walking along the beach. And mm-hmm. in the confessional, Courtney goes, I'm allowing or I'm going to let Chloe. Yes. go. It's like, you're going to let you're not her boss. What are you talking I was about? Like, when did Courtney actually become court like Chloe's boss? The way like, that that was phrased was so crazy. She's legitimately here on favor. <laughs> uh, and especially at this time was like so famous. Yeah. This was like the biggest news, the biggest deal in the world. No. Uh, Chloe and Lamar. Um, but yeah, so she's going home. She's going to see Lamar for the first time in a couple weeks. So this is like a long time that they've been apart for them. And I'll tell you what, if you don't like Chloe's baby voice, this is not the episode for you. Honestly, it's not the see, it's not the three seasons of television for you. <laughs> uh, honestly, more because are, are we even going to watch Chloe and Lamar? I feel like we got I, to. We're going to we have do. to. Of course we do. And the we're going to do it. The pandemic threw us all off. I just want to unzip my skin when I hear it. I I don't, I can't believe I'm not adjusted to it, but it spikes so much and it baby, is. Baby, where you're, are you're home. You're home. Baby, baby give me kissy. Literally says in this, ep- there is a scene where she says, baby, give me kissy. Baby. And I, I thought I was going to get a reprieve. All I begged, I prayed, I begged to please get us out of the SLS hotel and those close shots in the bed. <sighs> what do I get in return? A bathtub scene together. I I don't want to watch it. Didn't love it. <laughs> I did not love that sensual bath. No, thank you. I wrote, I literally wrote, no, thank you. No, did thank you, ever- you watch Real Housewives of OC when Tamara and Eddie take a sensual bath? Well, I don't oh, yes. need that. I don't ever need. It's like why Mariah got made fun of forever for her cribs episode where she like ends it in the bath and it's so uncomfortable and, and now, it's like in hindsight should have never been made fun of it makes perfect sense for her it is so on brand <laughs> it's on brand for her and yes. she's alone in a and being mariah i just never want to see i just don't need lamar and chloe's physical affection it's like it makes me feel like something's wrong with me how much i just don't it like makes me feel insane because it's this like hurricane of the baby voice uh-huh. and and like feeling too intimate with them and it makes it's me feel like, like such a prude yeah, it's just always on the verge of fucking and it, yes, it, it's just and it, and really it reads it's true it's honest i think if a lot of things that they're hiding from us on camera you know, this is not one of them. No, they are hurrying for each other. Hurrying, your sausage. <laughs> I mean, um, so we find out that Rob has moved in because he walks in on them while they're canoodling in their towels. <laughs> yeah, after their sexy bath, they just decided to stand in their closets <laughs> in a in, in sexy towels. <laughs> Just an 
normal, normal, normal. <laughs> but we learn, we get a little montage of how badly it's going with Rob living in the house. He's rude. He has friends over. He orders Chloe around. He, he takes showers her in he her shower. So she walks in thinking she's going to... Miami. Oh, oh, Rob. Oh, Rob. To go from like, <laughs> baby, what are you doing in my shower? <laughs> <laughs> he calls her a whore at some point for her outfit. When he calls her a whore, that is the moment she should have kicked him out. Not You're in later. Multi-zillion dollar mansion you live in with your lake your husband who's on the Lakers. You're like, and your little 23-year-old twerp brother is like, oh my God, get out of there. Yeah. Get the hell out. But we really kind of learn it's not because she wants him there. And we know this. It's because Lamar wants him there. Lamar never had siblings and he really wants a little brother. He really wants Rob to be his brother. And, and they play video games. Rob loves him so much. Yes. Like Rob I, is like, whatever man is in the family, I'm that's all I'm all oh, about that man. He's so happy. And I remember this. I always remember this, Rob and Lamar's connection and like it becomes really problematic but like it is also I mean it's a lot in a sense like Chloe and Lamar's it's like this the heart of the whole thing was that they all loved each other you yes. know and it was really real it just also was covering for like a ton of very dark Ugh. problems so in the next scene with Lamar and Rob hanging did you there was an easter egg here that's a bit of foreshadowing did you hear it I don't think so. Lamar no. starts singing his own version of the song Amazing by Kanye, which came out the year before this, or probably like the year that this was, no, the year before this was filmed. Because okay. he's like, it's amazing. But then he starts like talking about video games or whatever. But he's singing Kanye's Amazing. Oh my God. And I was like, this is foreshadowing. That's cool. Good job. Do Good you, detective work. Do you think they even had to get permission? It wasn't, he wasn't <gasps> singing the exact word. He was like, he started with It's Amazing and then he like changed the words. But I was like, I know the like cadence of the song because it's oh one of those. Oh my God. Good it's ear. It's one of my hype songs. Like, oh my God. <laughs> listen to you. Um, that's crazy. That is a little Easter egg. That's great. I love it. Um, so um, she's Chloe's like, Lamar, come play with me. I'm going to put something on for <laughs> this you. Is so sad. This is the saddest scene I have ever watched Chloe do. And Jessica, we watched her be really sad. There is no member of my immediate extended or 23 and me found family <laughs> that I would say. I'm going to put something sexy on for you, husband, in front of them, in front, front of a family member. Could you imagine? She says it. To, she sits on Lamar's lap. She's like trying to get him to come fuck her and says this while Rob is next to her. And then Lamar says, I'll be there in 10. And then we proceed to the most devastating piece of footage which is her doing <sighs> dramatic smoky eyes like serious makeup full hair and this like very sexy see-through like negligee and then sitting in a big bed alone waiting yeah waiting and, and waiting and then she gets her office phone and she calls malika <laughs> and malika is just like 
go handle it <laughs> wait there's also like a weird product placement where she's like they're in there playing a video game nba 2 2k <laughs> yeah, or whatever or whatever <laughs> or whatever whatever i was like if you if you hear a product specific name a lawyer has to either clear yes. or it is paid for that is product yeah. placement that's so, why they never say facebook they always say i was on my social media page <laughs> yeah <laughs> malika's like go pull him out of the damn room and you fuck your hut you tell your you make him leave your brother's side and you make him fuck you <laughs> it's so crazy um the next scene are they at trader joe's oh is that where they were i couldn't tell boy that makes sense. boy they the day from trader joe's to Irwan, they are oh moving my God. up this is a different life yeah this is different oh god i love that tj's so you can't mistake that font anywhere though you, yeah <laughs> you're absolutely right <laughs> um so she and malika are grocery shopping and she's just like I don't know what to do. Malika's like, you can just tell your husband what is up. She's like, I don't want to seem crazy by talking to him. I don't want to be a nag. I only know the worst stereotypes about wives in the history of the world. We hate women. Everyone on this show does. Malika, don't you know that? I'm your best friend. Yeah, I love you, but I hate women in general. We're bad and we're not we're as bad. good. Yeah. Show your body more. Bye. Bye. And they leave TJ's. Um, After they get some um, uh, Joe's and (laughs) (laughs) what else is a good TJ's product? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. They have a lot of pumpkin flavored everythings. Um, Tzatziki dip. That's what I used to get. I love that dip. What dip? That tzatziki dip. Oh, yeah. The Greek dip. It's like a yogurt dip. Oh, yeah. Um, This got me hungry. I'm going to have dinner after this. Okay. Speaking of, then we have Lamar and Chloe coming back. From a date. They seem cute. They're dressed up. Uh, They're changing. She's ready to go watch a movie and cuddle. And they oh my god is that the early days of Netflix and chill <laughs> yes absolutely oh well, this boy. was probably still in the red envelope era right this yeah but still, I, that's yeah. what I mean like to watch a movie and cuddle that's Netflix yes. and chill it's very Netflix and chill so they go into their marital marital bedroom and marital Rob is bedroom. in there with a woman who hasn't even signed <laughs> a release form to <laughs> be on film so that could only leaves me to believe she was a paid sex worker (laughs) also let's be clear they're not in the bed they're sitting in chairs that are in the room rob's giggling like an asshole (laughs) yeah and it's rob is tickled a woman with a blurred face we don't know what she's thinking about anything truly i could not think of a reason why she would have a blurred face other than either it was a pa they thought of last minute or they literally they caught rob with a a sex worker because i do believe that (laughs) rob and lamar were doing that a lot well i definitely it was confusing to me though because they did have the camera inside of the room when chloe comes in because it Mm -hmm. whips to the door so i was like okay it does feel like they set up and and like cast it the way they normally would but yeah it made me feel like maybe that maybe she like well i don't know it could have been a shot out of order too you know yep yep uh, but we don't get to see this woman's face. Nope. And she Chloe hell. is livid. Yeah. Livid. And she calls it disgusting. 
and and here's the thing i mean i get it it's your bedroom like it's the most private space it just was funny to me because in the like teaser for it it fully implies like rob is fucking a woman in her bed yeah and it is like they're sitting in some chairs and talking uh and it was just like it, but it set her off i mean and, and there could be a reality where we got to see the cleanup of it like we yes. got to see the pa be like oh that lady did leave but let's recreate the scene yeah yeah however the reasons why chloe says she is mad are so telling about what is going on with their relationship currently she said she could be here to take pictures on their bed to say she was with lamar yes how scary is that why would that be on her mind at all it's so sad except that it's already happened i know she's already had to pay women this is the beginning of yeah. like this dark sh- that's what i mean is like mm-hmm. i remember this rob lamar living together era as like the beginning of the end yeah it's and like it's so yeah I did, we're tapping into like the very beginning piece of it and she is so angry and so she kicks rob out she screams she's yelling lamar's like kind of trying to like broker it and like temper rob and uh, and there's a great line, which is <laughs> true to this day, which is like she's kicking him out and Rob goes, Lamar understands. And then she says, Lamar understands what? That you're a baby bitch that everyone in this family nurtures and takes care of all day long. And I was like, oh, that does Lamar, does Lamar understand that? Or is Lamar, is Lamar the same? Yes. <laughs> and that's why they love each other. <sighs> it's so like interesting to see the scenes with chloe and lamar whenever he is because when you hear lamar talking to her it does give you the impression that you're like this man like really gets it and like can communicate yeah but also he's you're watching how he can be so good at manipulating her too i know that's what it really makes me feel like is the way that you like learn to get what you want yeah i mean he's making a good point that like you never told me that you didn't want rob around yeah so rob doesn't know he doesn't that you don't want him around you've never said that this is a lack of communication yeah and so they go talk to rob and chloe's like look when i come home to fuck my husband you should not be (laughs) playing video games with him okay okay don't encourage him and lamar's like i'm a grown man and she's basically like shut up (laughs) (laughs) no you're not then if you are sir why didn't you handle this (laughs) right like i I think wait do you want to be held accountable is that what you're saying you want to be held accountable now is that what you want because it's gonna be bad um and then lamar's like i'm really proud of you for communicating and then he's like no rob take Chloe to the airport because I'm going to go fuck somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Get her out of here. (laughs) Let's plan the party when she's gone. Yes. Do you think Rob knew, like we know that Rob and Lamar were probably doing drugs together and that's part of like what happened to Rob in the long run. Yeah. With his like, that's always been my understanding. But do we think he knew about all of it? I think he did. I was wondering, I was thinking about that in this episode too. I feel it's really tough it's tough to imagine that he would be okay with that. But there's also a world where he knew pieces yeah, and just like, you know, like didn't want to push, didn't want to pry. I, I find it hard to imagine, especially if it's like 
pretty serious drug use that every that anyone would even be able to hide that so well. Well, if you're sharing I, space, I it think feels it's, like he would have to know. I think it was one of those things that kind of got incrementally like more probably clear to Rob. Yeah, but as it was getting guess. more clear, he was already like doing more and more drugs, so he didn't want to. Yeah. tell on himself by telling it could even be a part of why he was or his drug use increased you know like the carrying of that secret or what he knew and was and saw you know like the guilt the shame the like betrayal of like yeah. what happened to chloe like i don't know but i do know it's like it's hard to imagine he didn't have a pretty up close view of lamar's yeah. life yeah but we'll see more we I don't mean, get to see that exactly, but no, we'll get to no, see more baby voices, more cute kissies. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, okay, well, that is it for this episode. I want to like one day just pop by and have you talking to Tim. Hi, it's me, your wife. <laughs> it's fun to do. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, um, we will continue covering uh, Courtney and Chloe Take Miami. We're watching it on Hulu. You can find it in lots and lots of places and I think we've said this a zillion times they're 22 minutes they go down so smooth I cannot recommend them enough they're a damn treat yep we release new episodes every Monday check out our website carditionit.com we have all kinds of very cute merch uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts please rate and review it helps other listeners find us check out our Twitter and our Instagram and like our Facebook page email us at carditionit wait nope Cardition it at gmail.com. That's how you do it. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to Cardition It. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>